Picture this. You're headed to Sedona from downtown Phoenix. As you're driving north on Interstate 17, you pass by the outlets at Anthem. They're on the west side of the interstate. What you might not know is that the section of Anthem with the outlet mall is actually part of the city of Phoenix. The larger portion of Anthem, the part to the east of I-17, is unincorporated. It's part of Maricopa County, but there's no such thing as the city of Anthem. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. We've got two different questions about Anthem. Listener Christian Williams wanted to know why Anthem as a whole isn't located in Phoenix. And Enrique Leonardo wanted to know if it would ever be fully annexed by Phoenix. Podcast editor Katie O'Connell answers those questions in today's episode. The first thing you need to know about Anthem is that it's a master planned community. But what makes a master planned community different from any other neighborhood or municipality? The answer lies in the details. Everything in a master planned community is thought out in advance. That includes how many homes will be built, what they'll look like, and what kind of amenities they'll offer. So for Anthem, that included a community center, two golf courses, uh, a community park, a very large community park with lots of amenities like a skate park and fishing lakes. That's Christy Northcutt. She's the Senior Director of Community Relations for the Anthem Community Council, and she's lived in Anthem since 2014. Um, I enjoy being a mom with kids and, you know, they grew up here and they've enjoyed the parks, the water park, the community center, the, the rock wall, all of those amenities that we have for our young families. The amenities and how they're constructed are another thing that differentiates master planned communities. Every residential, commercial, office or industrial space is planned in advance. Nothing about its development is random. And it's kind of interesting because nowadays, developers don't build the amenity first and then the homes, which is exactly what Dell Webb did some 20 years ago. Unfortunately, now the developer gets in and builds the homes first and then maybe adds a couple of small parks. That's Terry Malarkey. He's the executive director of the Anthem Community Council and he's lived in Anthem since 2005. Terry mentioned Dell Webb. Dell Webb was a developer in Phoenix. His career here started in the 1920s. During World War II, his company built the Japanese-American incarceration camp near Parker, Arizona. Webb would later build enormous master-planned communities like Sun City. In 1999, his company broke ground on Anthem. Christie said that if you look at the plans for Anthem and compare them to the community today, you'll see they're almost identical. Anthem is organized under Arizona statutes for master-planned communities. Terry said that those statutes stipulate how master-planned communities should behave and operate. For instance, Anthem has a community council, which oversees operations for both the city of Phoenix side 
and the eastern part of Anthem that's in unincorporated Maricopa County. We have about 8,700 homes on the east side. So that would be an unincorporated Maricopa County as part of Anthem and about 1,600 homes on the west side. So much, you know, much smaller scale on the west side in terms of our residents over there being city of Phoenix. The Anthem Community Council is made up of volunteers who are elected by the people of Anthem. They have a board of directors, complete with a chairman of the board, who Terry said is very similar to a mayor. However, like other homeowners associations in the Valley, Anthem collects an assessment to pay for the amenities you heard about before. Unlike other cities, the amenities in Anthem are private. Residents of Anthem can buy guest fees to bring their their friends, if they choose to, to our wonderful uh, water park or something like that. Um, but the residents of Anthem, through the assessments, pay for amenities. So that's a look at Anthem overall. It's a master plan community with a council that oversees both sides. Now let's dive into the differences between the two sides and look at why those differences exist. Anthem on the east side of the freeway sits in unincorporated Maricopa County. That section uses the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office and Daisy Mountain Fire. They also use a private water company called Epcor Water. But here's the crucial part. The east side of the freeway was built first. The land on the west side of the freeway had already been annexed by the city of Phoenix because the outlets at Anthem had already been built. And so all that property on the uh, west side was annexed by Phoenix. And so when Del Webb started building Anthem on the west side, it just so happens that the Anthem residents on the west side are also city of Phoenix residents. The division extends to their roads as well. The city of Phoenix maintains the roads on the west side, but the Maricopa County Department of Transportation is responsible for those on the east. Terry said this can create some headaches from a management standpoint. A good example of this is in their mail system, which can get a little complicated. The post office is on the west side for the 8506 zip code, and we're all part of that zip code. And so you can address a letter to me as Anthem, Arizona, and I'm in the Maricopa County side, or you can address a letter to me, Phoenix, Arizona, and it still comes to me and I'm on the West Maricopa County side. Interestingly enough, the entire community in Anthem is in the Deer Valley Unified School District. Both the East and West sides of Anthem have to pay the assessments for the amenities within Anthem, but those who live in unincorporated Maricopa County pay the Maricopa County property tax, and those in the city of Phoenix pay the city of Phoenix property tax. Could this setup ever change? It's a question that Terry said gets kicked around pretty much annually. There are a few things that could happen. The area to the east of the freeway, which again is the more populated area, could incorporate into the city of Anthem. That would still leave the west side in the city of Phoenix. If this were to happen, there would still be an overriding body that would manage amenities, resources, and commercial developments in both sides of the community. 
So from that standpoint, it wouldn't look much different than today, quite honestly, for the residents, except that they would have an Anthem City tax and then a Phoenix City tax and then the assessment on top of that. From a government standpoint, the new city of Anthem would have to provide services that it doesn't currently. It would need to provide water. It would need to maintain the roads. It would need to contract out for certain things. Terry said it's possible that they could contract out their police and fire services with MCSO and DZ Mountain Fire, but it would be a big transition that would only result in a similar setup to their current one. Quite honestly, we... There's, there's no reason to leave Maricopa County and to incorporate ourselves to t- uh, that we can see at this point. Would the city of Phoenix ever consider annexing all of Anthem? If the city did that, they would have to take over the street infrastructure and the water infrastructure, as well as other municipal services. And they're probably asking themselves the same things. Is it worth the millions and millions of dollars to do that Uh, because the tax base would not support it over a short period of time, maybe over a long period of time it would. And since it's already built out, kind of why do it? Consider this. Anthem is already built out. When the city of Phoenix annexes new areas, what they'll do is they'll annex land first. Then the developer builds properties on that recently annexed land. And then the development gets built. And then Phoenix gets what they call an impact fee from that new developer to help pay for the infrastructure that's required by that new development. Since Anthem is already developed, there isn't a developer to pay the impact fee. Phoenix wouldn't receive any money to offset the cost of infrastructure they would inherit. The math just doesn't make sense for them. At the end of the day, Terry and Christy both felt like this phrase pretty well summed up why Anthem isn't or won't be fully incorporated into Phoenix. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Hey, I get that. Thanks so much for answering those questions from Christian and Enrique. And listeners, if you want to know more about how the Valley developed, we've got plenty of episodes for you to listen to. That includes an episode from podcast producer Maritza Dominguez on why Grand Avenue runs diagonally. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to learn more. We'd like to add a final note. This is former podcast team editor and producer Katie O'Connell's last episode for Valley 101. She's now with WBEZ in Chicago. Best of luck, Katie. Hey, Katie. Thank you so much for being an amazing boss and for guiding our podcast team to what it is today. You're going to be so missed in our newsroom and I'm going to miss you so much, but you're going to do amazing things in Chicago and I just can't wait to see where you go from here. Hey Katie, thank you so much for everything you did for our team. We are going to miss you so much, but know that everything we've done, we could not have accomplished without you. We wish you nothing but the best and I can't wait to see you soon. Hey, Katie. Thank you so much for all that you've done for this team and for me in the short time that we got to work together. I'm very happy for you and your job at WBEZ, and we can't wait to see you again soon.